Rolling. we've recorded but it doesn't matter you could be anywhere in the world but you're here with me and sweet tea and today on the catch the sky podcast we have our special guest james of crispy cards and collectibles i appreciate you for having me he's here to talk to us about all things sports cards and collectibles for me it was a beautiful time it was the 90s i would wander malls aimlessly with sugar in my mouth and a pocket full of money where I would then approach men who look like my baseball coach, mustaches, lots of vans, and they would sell me pictures of other men in tights, using phallic objects, sometimes posing half naked. They were sports cards. And this was seen as normal because I was going to use this to retire early. Now, after today's episode, you might think twice about throwing away that collection of cards sitting in your garage, collecting dust in your attic. James is going to come in and talk to us about how to assess value, how to sell high, buy low, tricks of the trade, all that good stuff that you've come to appreciate here on the Catch the Sky podcast. I'm excited about it. I appreciate you guys having me back. As always, you can interact with us on social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. On Twitter, we're CTS Terry, CTS Safe. Sweet Tea, thank you for being here. Appreciate you, man. Anytime, bro. And James, tell us your origin story. Uh, Well, I think we talked about this last time I was on. My grandfather on my mother's side was really into the hobby. He was a co-owner of a sports card uh, and collectibles store in Ohio. So I was kind of introduced to the hobby early. Um, as you grow up, you get out of it. You know, I collected stuff, you know, they call it the junk wax era, late 80s, early 90s. Um, yeah, got out of it. And then I, uh, between me and you, don't tell nobody else though. Uh, I got, you know, I got involved with a woman who got me tied up in some drama and some problems, but, uh, but thankfully, you know, things worked out for me and I'm thankful for that. But during that time, I, when I was sad, you know, dealing with problems I was dealing with, I pulled out my cards and, uh, you know, from when I was a kid, uh, when I collected back then and it actually kind of helped me through it. And then I started checking prices and stuff and then it just kind of grew from there, um, I started my whole business with $600. People don't know that. Um, And that's not including things that I inherited from my grandfather or stuff I already had. And you use that $600 and what was your first purchase? I bought, what did I buy? I bought 
a Jim Brown. I bought a Jim Brown card. Ooh. Because I thought, no, I did. I thought it was a 1961 Tops. I knew, you know, like I was, I, I was a baby still, I'll say, in the hobby early. Safe's a Browns fan. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if he is. I know you are. I'm a Steelers fan. We only we bleed black and gold over here. <laughs> but anywho, no, yeah, I bought a Jim Brown card because I, I didn't even want to sell it. I just wanted it to have it. I wanted to own a Jim Brown card. And I had took a pic I took a picture of it and I shared it on my Facebook page. And someone was like, Yo, that card's dope. Uh I'll give you six hundred for it. Or, or excuse me, I paid six hundred for it. He was like, "I'll give you uh, seven fifty for it," and I'm like, "It's one hundred and fifty bucks." I was like, "All right, done, <laughs> cool, nice." So I went yeah. back. I went back and I bought the same damn Jim Brown car, but I had a grade eight. I bought a nine this time, so I spent like an extra hundred bucks and posted a picture of it. Same dude. Hey man, what you want for that? Well, I know I paid eight hundred for it. I was like, oh, I was like, man, I don't know. I just, I was adding fourteen hundred. He's like twelve fifty. I'm like done, done. <laughs> you feel me? So I was like, this is nuts. I'm like, this is not real life. Like, no way. So my local card shop, true story. Um, I went in there because I was, I needed some top loaders and stuff, like for my old cards that I had that I was pulling out of books. You know, when you're a kid, you have books. This wouldn't happen to be Kinnums, would it? Yeah, it was Kinnums. Ooh, yeah. Mike! Small business of the week. Yeah, Kenham's Sports. Yeah, Wars. what is it? Kenham Sports. That where's that? Erie. That's in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I wish I knew the street. Was it Peach Maple. and Maple? Mm-hmm. Peach and Maple. Yeah, mm-hmm. go check them out. Yeah, right next to Dairy out. Queen. I know Maple. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do, tell them that James sent you. So I can get my fifteen percent discount. No, I'm joking. No, I don't even have no. I don't have no. No, I don't have nothing. I don't have no. No, I'm no. I'm saying yeah, we promote, but I'm saying I don't have nothing uh, set up with them. I'm gonna do it though as soon as we're done here. I'm gonna call them up, tell them I'm promoting you on the podcast. This is how it but starts. But yeah, so safe. I went to Kinnam's, and um, I just he had a ton of cards, and he had like a a, a dollar card book. This is a true story now, by the way. Dollar card book, football cards for a dollar. He has some heat in there, bro. I'm like, some, like, just like rookie cards. All today, couple throwback. And he had a bunch of books of them. And uh, I had seen he had this basketball one, and it had all Jordans in it. And, oops, excuse me, I'm sorry. This can all be edited. Okay, thank you. It had all Jordans in it, and I wanted to buy it, but at the time I didn't have the money. Um, I did have the money. I just didn't want to pull the trigger. I didn't want to make the investment because I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So I went home and I thought about it. And then finally, a few days later, when I decided to pull the trigger, it was gone. Someone had bought it already. So I was like, fuck. Um, so I I ended up buying these football cards. I was like, what you want for these football cards? He's like, oh, well, they're a dollar a piece. I'm like, no, all of them. He's like, oh, I'd have to get like seven fifty. I'm like, come on, man. Like, dude, I, I give you six hundred. He was like, done, done, cool. So I bought all these cards for mm-hmm. six hundred. All these football cards. I saw that people were doing online on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. They were doing live auctions, selling cards. Now I ain't gonna give you the whole recipe real quick. Now, okay, I'm gonna tell you how to do it. But I ain't gonna give you everything because I am putting together a course and I am gonna charge people money to show them how I do everything, how I do because I've been documenting all of this from the very beginning. 
I have video, I have audio, I have everything. I've everything. I've been documenting this from the time that I spent that $600. I was documenting it from the beginning, just in case what happened would happen. It happened. So now we're here. So I'm, you know, I, I figured I'd turn it into a course because people want to know how can I make money selling sports cars? Well, I'm going to tell you how. Anywho, I saw they were doing these auctions and stuff. I was like, man, I can do that. I just got to put a little personality behind it. So I put up all these cards, man, in these auctions. I started, you know, like the first night I did it, I think I made like 130 bucks. That was the world to me. It meant the world. I was like, wow, I made $130 selling cards. Hmm. The next night I made 300 the night after that, I made 200 Night after that, I made 150 So I'm like, wait a minute. I made all my money back, and I got a couple extra ducats in my buckets. So I just- it's Red lobster money. Yeah, yeah. But So I just invested into um, a couple higher dollar things, graded cards. You know, I started educating myself more, and then it just took off from there, man. And now we're here. James, that's awesome. I, I'm getting excited because I also collected cards as a kid. Yes. I collected in the 80s, in the 90s. I have a box that I started sifting through in anticipation of our conversation tonight. Now, I've always thought that collecting cards had, I think 99% of cards are worthless is what I've heard. And yet only there's 1%. So what should I be buying where where do you buy cards other than Kenham's? Otherwise, yeah. Well, well, let's back up a second. I don't. Okay. I don't really. I don't really like to say that all cards are junk, right? We. I grew up. Okay, I'm 39. I was born in 81. I grew up. You're a millennial. I, I am. On the cusp. I'm the cusp of that. Um. Why am I always the youngest one in the room by far? <laughs> I'm 30. Uh-huh. Oh, you're the youngest? Mm-hmm. I like my sweet tea young anyway. <laughs> well, you look good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking me where Never I got a dull the name. moment on the, but, um, <laughs> on the way over. Wait a minute. So, um... I don't tell anybody what to collect and what not to collect. I don't tell anybody, hey, your cards from the 80s, the late 80s and early 90s are junk. Because as we can see now, they're all starting to go up in price, as I had said from before. Now, but to take the spotlight off of me and <laughs> to put it back onto the hobby, nice. it's incredible to watch, you know, when everyone thought their junk crap wasn't going to be worth anything. And now it is. And, you know, the money now is in grading a card. A lot of people don't even know what grading is. It's when you send your card to a uh, reputable business such as PSA or Beckett or BGS or SGC or even GMA, who I love, by the way. It's a whole lot of acronyms. And yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. It took me a long time. I mean, I've, I rehearsed this beforehand. So I had to, you know, I'm joking. I didn't rehearse it. But <laughs> no, I've been doing it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so you know, you send your card off, and they they basically grade your card, the surface of it, the corners, the edges, the centering, and they determine a score. You know, one being absolutely terrible, and ten being the best. Um, BGS or Beckett, you know, they'll they'll give you a gold label or black label, uh, a pristine, which is just like an immaculate card. You know, PSA is a big company. 
but yeah, you, you get your card graded and then you, it, it, you know, triple or quadruples the value of the card, which is incredible in itself. If you think about it, actually, but, um, can I grade it on my own or do I have to send it to you can't grade it on GBSA? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately you have to. Yeah, I wish we had shoe. If I could grade it on my own, I'd have all tens. I'd have all tens, every card I own. It had it it was ripped and I taped it back together, but it's a ten. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I grade no, myself you have to send it. Yeah, you after have to each send it sexual a- performance very similarly. All tens. <laughs> They're all tens. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the PTSA would have graded all my cards 10. The who? The PTSA? Or PSA. <laughs> PTSA. <laughs> PTSD. I don't. Like, there's too many acronyms, James. I'm just going to shout out. <laughs> there is a lot of acronyms, I know. And, and there's so many. It's the, the hobby is hot right now, though. I mean, it really is. And um, To follow up, though, they're giving Safe's Tampa Bay sex performance a three if we're grading it. <laughs> i'm thankful for the three i'm surprised i was still walking <laughs> so i i have to f- i know a lot of people have cards just either they're just in the attic somewhere in a closet somewhere collecting dust currently this yeah. isn't just sports cards right i'm no. seeing people oh, I'm, I'm i'm yeah i'm looking it's at a box of dragon ball z cards i didn't yeah. even know they fucking made these things yeah listen it's not just sports cards. It's Pokemon. It's Dragon Ball Z. What's the other one? Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh was big. I remember. Playboy. Listen, all cards. Wrestling. WWE wrestling. Yo, listen to this. It's electric in St. Louis. I'm telling <laughs> Listen. Wrestling cards. I, I did an experiment because I wanted to see if this was going to work. And so I, I found... My son's really into wrestling. He's 10, by the way. Shouts out to my son, Makai. What's up, bud? Um, and my daughter. What up, Makai? Yeah. And my daughter, Liana. Hey. Hey, Liana. So he's really in, he, he was really into wrestling because of me, because I got him into it, because I was watching all that old school Ultimate Warrior, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, Hulk Hogan's, Ravishing Rick Rude. He went to uh, Ultimate Warriors from Arizona, by the way. He actually went to ASU. I, he's, my, he's my favorite wrestler. Did not graduate. Did not graduate. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't need to. He didn't need to, apparently. Yeah, all he needed was roids. Whatever he needed. He, whatever he needed. <laughs> he got it done. He made a name for himself somehow. Mm-hmm. i just glad he beat Hogan. I was always sick and tired of Hogan winning at WrestleMania. I'm happy they gave and it to him. when the Warrior beat him. I'm happy about yeah. that. WrestleMania 6. My son, right. my son, though, is really into wrestling, and I wanted to do something special for him for Christmas, so I got on eBay to find an autograph card of one of his favorite wrestlers and his name's Sin Cara. And he's one of the masked, uh, those Mexican wrestlers. I forget. What he's from Nacho are. Libre. Yeah. He's well, Luchadors. Yeah. He, and then, and then another one called Kalisto. And then you guys heard of Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So I was looking, right. So I was looking savages. for these cards and I found a, a Sin Cara autograph card and it was numbered out of like 199. I bought it for like 20 bucks. And to do something special for him is I got it and I sent it off to a grading company uh, to get it graded um, for him, you know, and it came back. I think it came back like an 8.5 near mint, a near mint 8.5, which he was ecstatic about. However, I'd be pissed because I wanted a 10. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'd be pissed, but he was ecstatic about it. But I shared a picture of it. This is back in 
Jan- early January, I shared a picture and I just had a ton of people that were like, yo, what do you want for that? What do you want for that? So I did an experiment and I bought a couple wrestling autograph cards. I bought like uh, the Junkyard Dog autograph uh, mm, for like 20 bucks. I bought Hacksaw Jim Dugan or Jim Duggan. However oh. you put it. Oh, yeah. I got uh, who else? I got IRS or when our shyster. I got uh who else? Uh nobody like I got that I got my I got one of my favorite. I got the million dollar man because the million dollar man was dropping knowledge. Million dollar man, he <laughs> tell you everybody's sure. got a price. He wasn't lying. They do. Should we have been offended by Slick? This is his like black servant. Oh, that no, that wasn't his no, his name was um <laughs> Virgil. 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 <laughs> Slick was the pimp. That's right. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I like Virgil. You know what? I like I have all these cards. I was collecting cards and I collected wrestling cards. I have all these characters. Everybody you just named, I have a card. Okay, of theirs. so listen. So but I found You're telling me this stuff's valuable? Yeah, but what I did is I found their autograph cards, but I found them for dirt cheap on eBay. Okay? Like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. And what I did is I threw them in slabs. Excuse me. I got either a near mint 8.5 or above, and I sold them each for 100 to $150 to people who collect wrestling and just memorabilia. There's a particular guy, I'm not going to say his name, who is really big in wrestling collection. Uh, he, he collects a lot of wrestling stuff. And I got an order back from a company that I grade with called GMA. I got an order back of like 30 wrestling cards, cards all autographed. And I hit him up and I was like, hey, man, I got all these cards. that are, You want them? He goes, yeah, I want them all. You want to buy them all? Wow. Well, yeah, I want to buy them all. All right, well, how much you want for it? I was like, dude, I need like four. Done. Not 400. I'm talking about four bands. And when I say bands, I'm not talking about mm. drums and trumpets. I'm talking about thousands. <laughs> so that's what he paid me. Now, let's back up. I paid $6 to grade the card. Okay, through GMA. If, I, if you send over 100 cards, it's only 6 bucks to grade. It's eight under. 30 cards times six. And then what I paid for the card, 25 a card, 30 cards, four Gs. Do the profits. I'm not a mathematician. I don't have a calculator in front of me, but it's a shit ton of money. <laughs> it's a shit ton of T, money. I do made. it. 930. I think you're at 930. Yeah, I'm at 930 profit. Well, no, 930 is what you spent. Okay. So you would have made, uh, you know, 370. There you go. 30, How much 30, did you 70. spend at GMA? Six dollars. Well, it was. I sent a bunch of other cards. That's it. It was six a card. Yeah, it's only six dollars a card right now. If you send over a hundred cards, yeah. But I, they love me over there because I send way more than a hundred because it's an investment for me. It's an investment. I'm not thinking, oh, I'm spent. You know, a hundred cards. That's six hundred dollars. I'm sending. I just sent a thousand. Does do these people then value? Do they determine if the autograph is also real? And do they like give you a certificate with each card? Correct. Now, you have two types of autographs. You have an on-card autograph, which is guaranteed by Panini or the maker of the card. It's, they guarantee you 100% that it's an authentic autograph. So they don't need to authenticate, authenticate that autograph because it's an on-card. It's offered from the company, meaning when you rip open a box of cards and you get an autograph card, you can trust your ass that it's going to be authentic. Okay. Now, <laughs> if I take a card to the game, I go to a game and I get Fernando Tatis to sign his rookie card and I send it off, it's going to cost me a little extra, but they will authenticate that autograph and they'll grade it too. Some companies, some companies will grade the autograph. 
So they'll give you they a, know. So they'll They've... give you a grade on the autograph and then they'll give you a grade on the card. So the autograph could be a nine autograph, but maybe there's a smudge or something like that. But the grade of the card could still be a gem ten. Get what I'm saying? Sure. I have a Mario Lemieux rookie card signed. Mm. Fuck you. And I sent it to him. You could send him cards and then he would send it back, but you had to do a a stamped envelope inside. Wait, hang and on. And then send a little letter there. I'm your I'm your biggest fan in Arizona. Are you stealing my story? And bam. This is my story because I have the card right here. I'll I'll post it on our website. Well, I mean, mine's in the fucking kitchen. Don't get me started. I sent a bunch of shit to him. Where did you? How did you fucking pull this off? <laughs> how have we never talked about this? How is this the first time we ever fucking talked about this? I did the same fucking thing. We we've had lots of conversations over forty episodes worth, but we never discussed this. What the fuck? I did the same thing when I was probably most of the time. T, we're on lewds. So (laughs) (laughs) this was probably like ninety-seven. No, no later than that. It was like two thousand one. When did you send yours off? (laughs) This was in the nineties. I was doing all this in the nineties. What the fuck is going on? We should spend my entire summer in Arizona. We you just swim and. Wait for the mailman. That was Everybody what you did. in Arizona. Everywhere you go, there's a pool. I loved it. <laughs> Trust Every me. Every apartment complex I lived in when I lived in Arizona had a pool. I'm familiar. The woman from Moab. <laughs> Oof. She looked nice she by a pool. pool. Some of the most beautiful <laughs> women I've ever seen were in Arizona, bro. That's real. That's a true St- story. I'm dead ass. Don't turn this into a Love Files part four, bro, because you're this close. <laughs> you're this fucking close. <laughs> you're this fucking close. <laughs> did she have cards did she have cards in her house i don't know i wasn't checking out her i mean cards. i know they weren't in the refrigerator i'll tell you that i know <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so i'm james i want to i've been waiting my whole life to sell my cards mm-hmm. for a, a, what i believe to be a profit but i i'm i can't even begin to think how much money my parents pumped into this hobby because i've been doing this since 1985 86 and i think i cut myself off finally oh <laughs> but it was all in the premise that this was an investment that I was going to make money. And when I didn't make money, all I ended up doing was consuming more and more, but I consumed all the, you, you were using words, slang words. I'm learning so much tonight. Slabs. I don't even know what a slab is, but I have those plastic, hard plastic covers. And then like some soft plastic in sheets of nine where I can put nine cards. Mm-hmm. And I would normally give this stuff out at Halloween or comic books to try to encourage kids to read or get them excited about sports Big cards because I always thought these cards were worthless. Big money in comic books too. But now I feel like I'm I'm chucking gold based on what. <laughs> how do I know? <laughs> you are. You are chucking gold. Is that what I'm, I'm just literally throwing money away? Throwing so money. how do I, if I want to sell this stuff, <laughs> it seems like I put, it, I put a lot of work in. I want to be simple about it. I don't even want to, I don't want to grade stuff. Well, I just want to offload it and make a quick fork. Four grand. Okay, now, 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 hold on. So let's remember that we're, we grew up in the junk wax, the junk era, right? And we just, earlier, we were talking about how the prices of these cards are just now starting to go up. So for us who actually still have that stuff, we're like, yes. For the people who don't have it and they got rid of it because they thought it was going to be junk for the rest of their life and threw it away, they're not mm-hmm. so happy. Right. There's so many ways. People. There's so many ways people. to go about this. Now, luckily, your parents didn't spend a shit ton of money 
on this stuff because it was dirt cheap back then. Now, compared to what prices were in the 80s and the 90s, compared to today, obviously we have inflation, so things go up. But compared to prices today, it's nowhere near, listen, it's nowhere near what the prices are today. You could go to Walmart right now and buy a box of 2020 NFL Prism. Uh, uh, it's called a mega box. It's the biggest box they make that you can get uh, at Walmart, and it's a forty-four dollars. Do you know what they resell than for? A mega desk. Yeah, they, you know what they resell for? Well, they were reselling for about one hundred and seventy-five. So if you can somehow figure out a way to get to Walmart, and when they put ten of them out, and you buy all ten, and you spend forty-four dollars, so you spend four hundred and forty dollars plus taxes, but 500 bucks and you sell each at $175. That's $1,750. Those people are called flippers, by the way, that that's a real thing. Hmm. People will wait at Walmart. They'll buy all, they'll buy all the sports cards up, all of them. NBA hoops, 2019, 2020 NBA hoops. You can get a, a box of cards for 52 bucks. The biggest one they make again, a mega. Yeah. Resell it two fifty. 275 listen this time next year we'll do another show it'll be 500 for that box of cards how do you sell your cards first off we how much money are you trying to make how much time are you trying to so, invest into it you're right like my i'm trying to figure out the amount of money i put in the question we have to ask ourselves is how much time do we have well, fortunately enough for me, mm. all I have is time. Time is this is your- my most important asset I have in my life. So I'm very strategic on what I choose to spend my time on or with. I feel a proposition coming on. <laughs> that's, that's later no, on. It, that's it's, later it's, on. It's hitting, that's it's later hitting on. Very- that's later on. Hold on. I, let me get to it. Sweet tea. <laughs> Because I like like right now where we are. We're in February when we're recording this. Tampa Bay just won the Super Bowl. Vincent Jackson, the wide receiver for the Buccaneers, a number of years ago, died. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Would a Vincent Jackson card be worth money? Would Tom Brady be worth money? Would Gronkowski like a Bruce Arians card for Christ's sakes? I don't know. Todd Bowles. Yeah, I mean, yes, Tom Brady, absolutely, one hundred percent. Gronkowski, a couple days ago, his card was the number one trending card. His rookie. Um, Vincent Jackson, I'm not sure. I have to look into that. I know he did pass away. God rest his soul. I'm sorry to hear that. That was that saddened me. Mm. Right. Tom is through the roof. Tom Brady is just speaking of fantasy. <laughs> who who was who was speaking of fantasy? How does this, how does me. Besides, at this it's moment now, fantasy me. about Tom Brady, <laughs> me, me. Because I told Safe I don't want to talk about fantasy ever again after this fucking season. But you know what? Speaking of you fantasy, said more than that. You remember who my tight end was this year? And you guys all laughed when I drafted him. I never laughed. Gronk. <laughs> they laughed at me. I, was I drafted him in like the sixth round. Him. I was mm-hmm. sitting here with you when you picked him. And mm-hmm. after you picked him, I looked at you and I said, nice pick. I yeah. was going to get him next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't he happen. Was fucking, he was up and down during the regular season, though. That's me. I'm a degenerate. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Everybody's welcome on the Catch the Sky podcast. So, your cards. 
I personally, what I would do with all those cards that you have, I don't know what you have personally, what I personally would do. This is what I'm doing with all my old cards. I'm sending them off to get graded because I want to maximize that investment. My mom or my dad or my aunt or my grandma or whoever gave me the cards made or me, even me with my paper route when I was a kid or whatever. Yeah, you want to maximize that investment. How much time we got? Well, all we have is time. That's all I got. So since we're here, it doesn't really take that long. It's just how much elbow grease do we want to put behind it? How much money do we really, really want to make? I could sell it all now. We could sell it all right now for, let's say the card's worth $45 raw. You're going to get $45 raw. However, what if the, that $45 card, we'll say 100 We'll say 100 raw. Let's say that $100 card, that's raw. Raw means ungraded, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was thinking something entirely different. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I have no idea what that would be. It's comparable. It is comparable. If you it go is. raw, you're going without yeah, you plastic have no protection. protection. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not. Yeah, raw. You're mm-hmm. raw. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But this card that's 100 bucks, that's raw, if it's, you know, we'll say if it's a PSA 10, you might get 2500 for it. So if you got a little bit of time to invest to wait to get it back, you might be sitting on something there, you know. But and the ones you know that use protection are worth it, right? Because the ones that don't have any protection and are raw, <laughs> there's a reason they're cheap. There's a reason they're cheap. That's right. Yeah, you got to protect your cards right away. Thank you. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, if you rip open some packs, yeah, you want to. Make sure you you protect it. You don't want to be rough on it. You want to put it in the in the. They call them penny sleeves. Penny sleeves. You know they call them penny sleeves, and then you put it in a top loader. Or if you have a higher dollar card, some people like those. Um, uh, I can't think of it. No, I'm talking about. No, don't use screw. Don't don't use no screw. They will listen. People in the hobby, listen. But to the listeners, do not. If you have cards in a screw case, take them out immediately. You will get crucified in this hobby because it squeezes, it like pushes the card. Ooh, yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you'll you'll take a ten to a seven. Yeah, get those out of there. Like, I'm pretty sure my card has been in the screw case for possibly thirty years. I have to. I have a story that I don't know if we have time for me to share on the most cherished card I've ever owned, and it's a screw case story. It's it's a long story. We might have to do maybe later if we have time. I'll tell you. Yeah, because I I collect Barry Sanders. I always tell people I don't really collect much. I I don't really have that big of a collection. I collected Barry Sanders cards when I was a kid because I absolutely loved him. Kobe a little bit, Jordan a little bit, but Barry Sanders was my guy. I probably have seven, eight hundred, nine hundred Barry Sanders cards. But I made it a point. I love that pro set rookie card from. That's my my favorite Barry Sanders, the pro set rookie card. The one where he's in his college uniform? His Oklahoma uniform, yes. Yeah, PSA 10 is about $1,200. Something like that. I actually stole that card from my cousin. Actually, hold on. Let me look that up. (laughs) Let me look that up because I I think it's close to that. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'll never know. Shout out to my cousin in Seattle. You, you schmuck. I took your Barry Sanders card and. It's worth hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the cousin that you were supposed to go visit last summer and then you I'm bailed sorry. on? 
Excuse me, I'm sorry. PSA 10 is worth 300 it was. right now. Nice. That's not bad. I'm making money. That's not bad. On no, this episode it's worth of the 300. So, so if you send it to <laughs> if you send it to PSA and you pay the, you know, whether it's 20 or 50 bucks, you know, and then send the card, you get it back and that's what you're going to get. It might be worth more when you get it back. We're going to take the money that we're going to make by selling our cards and we're going to invest in this podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're going to make t-shirts. <laughs> I'm excited because as I'm getting older, I want to retire. And I was searching for a way to pay my rent a couple of years ago. I had car payment, mortgage payment. I was like, what do I do? And my solution was to sell my cards and comic books. I was fortunate to have drawn to comics, which is a local business in Glendale, Arizona. And this gentleman looked through all my comic books and he made sure he was like, do not sell these for anybody. The rest of these are probably not worth much. And his name is Ken, but I'm pretty sure he didn't rob me. But now talking to you, what if he did? He got a really good stack of comic books, but I would never know. Yeah, I mean... You're probably not going to like the answer, but unfortunately, that's part of the game. <laughs> it is. It's part of the game. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. I mean, right now, Jordan cards are hot right now. You know, I sent to GMA back in September, October, I don't know, 250 Michael Jordan cards. Deadass. 250 Michael Jordan cards. M paid... Four dollars at the time, it was only four dollars a card to grade. Sold each for average, we'll say 25 a card. You know, what those cards are worth today now in February. Pfft, crap, I could have quadrupled. Yes, quadrupled. Yeah, if I made five, if I made five grand, I could easily make 17 now. Let's just say. Because you, but you don't know when it's going to go up. You have an idea. It's like a gamble. That's why people, you know, the hobby, it's, it's hot. People like to do like uh, card breaks, box breaks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. They do like, uh, they rip open cards, packs of cards and stuff. And it's, it's almost like a form of gambling. This is all live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's all live. Yeah. They do it live. Yeah. They do it in like Facebook groups and Instagram groups and, or uh, Instagram pages and stuff like that. And they'll take boxes of cards and stuff and people will pay for spots and, and purchase teams. Right. Like if, if I'm in a, in a prism football break and I get, uh, what, there's 32 teams. So there's 16 spots. You get two teams. Right. I get the Steelers and the Buccaneers. So every player that's pulled out of that box, I get, if it's a Steeler or a Buccaneer, I get it. So what happens if they pull a uh, Tom Brady autograph numbered out of 10? Whose card is it? It's mine. Well, if I paid $90 to be in this break, I think that's, I think I won because that Tom Brady autograph card is worth what? <laughs> 2,000, 3,000, 5,000. You don't know. I know the guy who ripped the box open is pissed. Mm -hmm. I should have ripped that fucking box open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I don't do that stuff because I'd be angry. I'd rather just rip the box myself. <laughs> that way I don't have seller's remorse. But uh, not to get off track. I, I think the hobby is getting very aggressive. 
because people see that there's money to be made. I personally know that there's enough money to go around for everybody. It's um, like the stock market. Yeah, I think it's Socialism. better than the stock market, though, because <laughs> you, you in, it, with the stock market, you invest money and you wait. Rather, rather, I could buy a card from you right now for $25. Wait, because that's what you want for it, right? You want $25 for that card, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. So I could buy it from you for $25, hop in my car, go home, hop in my Facebook group of you know 2,000 people, do a live card auction, put that card up for 50 and someone go, 50 And then the next person auction yep. and go, 55 and the next guy goes 70 the next guy goes 85 well am i wrong am i'm the bad guy because someone's paying 85 dollars for a card that might only be worth 25 well how i'm not the bad guy i just make a card available you're investing in a card that might go up in the future last show i, I was talking about kobe bryant rookie cards look what they're doing now mm-hmm. they're going up yeah he's not even in the yeah. hall of fame yet and the documentary ain't even come out yet <laughs> you know so I think that with these these 80s and these 90s cards, I think um, it's a wonderful thing that they're all going up. I, I think you should invest a couple dollars, though, into getting them graded to, to maximize your investment. That's what I would do personally. That's what I'm doing sure. now, actually. I told you about Barry Sanders. I want to send every single Barry Sanders card to get graded. Not to sell them. I won't sell any Barry Sanders. Uh, just for my own personal collection. But I have other older cards that I sent off to get graded. Sean Kemp rookie. It used to be people, people uh, would laugh, you know, it's was a 10, 20 cent card. You know, the, the 1990 Fleer Sean Kemp, he's dunking, you know, <laughs> he's up in the air. He's about to dunk everyone. Oh, that's, and that, yeah, and that beautiful green Sonics Jersey. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's white. <laughs> I think he's wearing the white Jersey. I think it's an away Jersey. Ooh, I'm thinking of the upper deck card then. Yeah, I think you are. Yes. I'm talking about the 1990 Fleer. Anyways, but it's it's 400 PSA 10 is $400 now. I sent I I sent my cards to GMA. I got a uh, a GMA 10 and I sold mine for 350. I was okay with it. I sold it 2 days ago. I don't need the, the pride of Elkhart, Indiana. Yep. Sean Kemp. Yep. The Rain Man. That's wow. right. <laughs> So those older cards are going up. The 1990 Michael Jordan Fleer, that same from that same series, a PSA 10 is going for almost a thousand now. A PSA 9 is going for like 200 bucks. I had a couple PSA 9s a few months ago, and I sold them for forty dollars each. Well, back to earlier. It's part of the game. Do you think someone could do this as a hobby, like part time, or you? You're a full time. This is your business. This is your baby. This is my business. This is my baby. So you could do this part-time. You can do it full-time. You can do it however you want. It All really, the time. Really, the question is, is how much money are you trying to make? But once you figure that out, how much time or work are you willing to put behind it? Only 1% mm-hmm. to 3% of people actually follow through and do what they say uh, they want to do, whatever goal. Two years ago, I had nothing and I had... And obviously, thank God I'm here now. It worked out for me, but it's the truth. That kind of shit happens, man. And I had nothing. Safe's familiar with extortion. I had nothing, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's part of my story, so I don't hide it. You know what I'm going to hide? What I'm ashamed 
People love true crime, especially girls. Oh, do they love it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they eat it up. They eat but, it up. But no, I'm but happy. my point is, is you could do it full time. You can do it part time. It changed my life. It did. Or we can just go to you. Or you I can or, give you. Or you can just come to me. Yeah, we take consignments. I do do consignments. I do. We do. We do consignments. Or, you know, we'll do, um, like I said, I'm putting together a course, man. I want other people to be able to do this. Even even if it's part, you're on the internet. You have Facebook. We're on right? we're on Facebook. Yeah, we're crispy cards and collectibles. Um, we're on Instagram. Same. We're gonna have a TikToks. We're gonna have the chap snaps. It's Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have the chap Snap snaps face. and the talk ticks. <laughs> we need more elves in order to to execute all this on our front. So many elves. <laughs> Do you invest in anything else besides sports cards? I do. I Sports in, I do. I, I invested a little bit into comic books. To be honest, <laughs> I have a lot of comic books. I invested a little. I feel into like that's the, huge. Hmm. I feel like comic books is huge too. There's, there's, I, there's Marvel. There's DC, and there's, there's people are ready to fight over this comic book. It's the same with sports cards. You're right. And, and Dark yes, Horse. It is big. I, I have a a customer of mine that buys um, sports cards from me. Uh, on a regular basis and he runs a comic book business and he makes more money than I do. I'm not saying I make a lot of money. Um, I do well for myself, but he does phenomenal numbers selling comic books Uh, live. Nominal. Live. He sells them live. What about VCRs? Do you think there's any value in VCRs? (laughs) To be honest with you, all the VCRs I have, I'm holding on to, bro. I'm holding on to them because I think possibly, like you would a record player. I think same with a record player. If you have an old one, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> I, I'm gonna hold on to mine. Uh, beta, if you got beta tape players, beta oh tape players. God, imagine a beta. Yeah, if you have an eight track player, I'd hold on to that. This yeah. motherfucker has like I gotta three get this VCRs. out because it's part of the mom issues. We used to go to this book fair, the VNSA book fair, every year in February, and it was down at the Arizona Coliseum, and the exhibition hall with nothing but books, and they had a beta tape, beta tapes of the Phoenix Suns live broadcast from the 70s, and I was like, Mom, I have to have this, and she was like, we don't even have a beta player, so you don't need this, (laughs) (laughs) and James, it would have been it would have been less than five dollars. I assure you of that. And I you should have made that perfect. to this day, to this day, yes, I, I could have. We could have retired, worth, Mom. I think that stuff's <laughs> going to be worth money. I do. I do. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the future, but I, I do think that old stuff's going to be worth money. Just like those old cards that everyone thought wasn't going to be worth money. Look at what they're doing now. But it sounds like you have to know your market, and you know the markets. You go out there. You figure out who's the best market for wrestling memorabilia. I took the time to do and it, though. Remember we were talking about time? Remember Absolutely. we were talking about 1% to 3% of people actually follow through? That's all. I'm, I'm in that bracket. I actually follow through because I, I never liked the idea of working for somebody else. I never liked the idea of we can relate. working for a person that I knew I was smarter than. Not that I'm I'm smarter than everyone, but even at the, you know, even working at, I'll I'll bring this up because I used to work with Terry, even working at the establishment, I won't say it on, 
but working at we worked as servers at a restaurant and uh working with him even at that place there was management there and i'm like how is this person a manager and how am i not Mm -hmm. this person (laughs) (laughs) so I, i just never really so i always figured out a way people say well you just gotta figure out a way how to make money no, I think it's deeper. I think it's you got to figure out a way how to create it rather than make it. So I figured out a way to create money by investing in sports cards and putting the time and elbow grease behind it to capitalize on my investment. And if if someone's willing to do that, then they're going to see profits and they're going to be really happy and they're going to continue to do it over and over and over and over and over again. See, I want to do this with real estate. I don't know much about real estate, so I couldn't I couldn't advise you on that. You buy houses. I feel like the advice. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with. I feel like it's the same. What it means. Time. What it is. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, I want to just rent. Because you want a residual income. Yes. It's yeah. talking about the, it's the creation of income, like he's talking about. Yeah, you're creating. Yeah, obviously, there's going to be maintenance and stuff, but as long as you own it, it's just constant money and then the more of it that the more of them that you accrue it's just constant money coming in That's the you same know with sports cards imagine if you had honestly let's go back even I, I wish i would have done this and i didn't and i wish i would have and we say we wish we could have should have would have well that's why I'm telling people invest in what you believe in now i can't tell you who to invest in because who's going to be the next greatest a guy could drop 40 points tonight and his card goes up 100x I don't know. I can't predict that. I can just tell you what I believe in and who I think are the guys, which mm-hmm. we'll go over that later. I'll tell you a couple of guys who I think who I'll tell you a couple of guys who I'm investing in now that I think are going to pop. But we don't know that. We're, it's it's a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. It is. I think current players are more risk. I think it's absolutely it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that current players' cards are worth, are worth more than an established Hall of Fame player right, who won, you know, who's championships. Rookie? I think it's crazy that Zion Williamson rookie card was was selling a PSA 10 was selling for more than a Kobe Bryant PSA 10 rookie. If we go back two years, I could have bought we could have bought a PSA 10 Kobe Bryant rookie for like four hundred dollars each. Honestly, I mean, I mean, people, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it is a lot of money. 4, 8, 12, 16, 20. You got two grand. Okay, listen, think. No, I want you to hear this. Two grand. You buy five of them. You just hold on to them. You just hold on to them. Just put them away. Let them collect dust for a little. It's okay. They're great. It's a graded card. Fast forward today, two years later. What do they sell them for? 10 G's each. 10 G's. Listen, a year ago, we a year uh, in, in February, we could have bought one for 750 to 1,000. I'd have spent 1,000. I didn't. I didn't. I bought a couple, but I didn't buy as many as I should have. I should have bought 50. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if, it sounds nuts, I know. Yeah. But it's an investment, though. You're. I'm not thinking about the money I'm spending. I'm thinking about the money that's coming back. So who's hot now? You said that you you got some people that you might. Well, 
some people might not. What can we? What can we dig out of you here? They might. They might. They might not consider. I'll tell you who's hot now, but the people that I say might not be considered hot now. Mm-hmm. That people might not agree with me. But who's hot now? Obviously, LeBron James. We cannot hold you financially accountable for any of the advice any that of you give. Correct. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and if anybody, if anybody's listening to us, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I always ask, <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> How the You're fuck making did bad you life choices by listening to this podcast? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I like to share with people. I want to see other people make money. You know, I'm not greedy. I mean, who? I want to see other people be successful. That's why I'm I'm so vocal about it. That's why I, I came on the show and I wanted to talk about this stuff because it's real. It changed my life. So why not share it? I mean, it really changed my life. I told you two years ago I didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? So just some sports cards. You know, I uh hot now. Luca, Doncic, Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks, basketball player. Pfft, bananas. Still, his cards are bananas. Kid's a baller too. Blake uh, Griffin's getting kicked off the Pistons, so should I invest in him while he's low? And then if he gets traded to the Lakers or something, because AD's going to be Griffin out. Blake Griffin is game stop. Then... I mean, that's how people think they do. You never know. You never know. They do think that way. I mean, people like to invest in the rookies. You know, LaMelo Ball right now. LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman. These are the the younger uh, kids that came in. Not kids. Excuse me. They're men. The younger men that came in. The younger rookies that came in. Um to the league huge lamello balls rookie cards like $250 or like $200 raw i mean it's like crazy the kid he's probably going to win rookie of the year lamello so i'm going to invest in in lamello um i like danny i i don't even know how to pronounce his last name he's a like a european player white guy you know oh this is the guy you sent me the other night yes I like him. I really do. The kid's a baller. I cannot pronounce his last name. I, w- I should have brought a card of his that I have. I have a couple. Next time, I'm bringing cards. I'm bringing cards with me next time. He's one guy that I'm in, uh, investing in. I like uh, a guy called Porzingis. He, he plays actually with uh, Luca for the Mavericks. Uh, I think his cards are undervalued. I think the guy's a baller. He's a white guy, too. Um, I just have to, you know, not that color matters. It doesn't. But the NBA, there's a lot of black guys, and you got to be uh, a little specific with some of these players. Tyler Hero is another player that I absolutely love. The kid's a baller. He plays for the Miami Heat. There's so many. I guess we're just talking about basketball right now. LeBron James is hot. Kobe Bryant right now is hot. You know, all these uh, Michael Jordan cards are going up. 90s, late 80s, and early 90s basketball and football is just, and baseball is just through the roof right now. I don't hold know on to happens. your Charles Barkley cards safe. They're going up. They're going up. It's all going up. There's a website you guys can go to. Uh, I don't work for the website. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I'll share it with you. It's 130point.com. It's the number 130, mm-hmm. 130. The word point spelled out, dot com. And you can go there and you can check eBay sales. That answers another question is where can you go and, and check comps yeah they call them comps you go to that website and you can check uh sold items on ebay not just sports cards anything so if you sell anybody out there who's selling stuff and you want to compare prices you can go to that website and by the way if that if this if this 
particular website is listening, um, feel free to reach out to me at Crispy Cards and Collectibles on mm. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to put that little plug in. Absolutely. <laughs> the more yeah, people that's a place we can you can get go. You can together. check prices. Um, it'll give you a good idea on what your stuff's worth. You go to the search bar. You type in the year of your card, the brand. So let's just say 1999 Upper Deck. Michael Jordan, uh, and then you find the card number, number 27, uh, and then select search. If you had the same card and it was graded PSA 10, you would type in the same thing and just put PSA 10 behind it or vice versa. And that's how you can search sold uh, comps to now see what your cars are worth and see what they're what they're selling raw, uh, what they're selling graded, and it'll give you an idea of what your collection uh, is worth moving forward that definitely sounds like real estate <laughs> it could yeah it could be mm -hmm. very comparable just all depends on what you hold value in and right now sports cards are hot not just sports cards yep a lot of cards lots of cards lots of cards so do not stick it in your bicycle spokes is what you're saying yeah do absolutely do not do that anymore. I can't believe that they actually did that. Mickey Mantle rookies, yo. People used to put Mickey Mantle rookies. Wow. That's scary. Anything else you want to hit on? Um, we love having you here. This is great. I really love Catch the Sky. I love both <laughs> of you guys. Um, I appreciate you having me on again. This is my second time. I'm going to bombard y'all as much as I possibly can. So I, anytime you want me on, I'm, I'm here. I am going to bring cards next time, though. Yeah, that'll so be thanks. cool. Thank you to both of you guys. I, I really appreciate you. No, oh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'll add a few things. I don't like selling cards on eBay, and I don't sell them on eBay. Okay. When people ask me, well, how do you sell cards then? I use social media. I use the chap snaps and the talk ticks and the gram instas and the book faces. I just wanted to say them all backwards, by the way. <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I use I use social media, YouTube, which I haven't even used YouTube yet. I'm just yelling out, you know, social media platforms, mm -hmm. and that's where I sell my cars at, man. And I've had so much success doing it that way. I haven't had to use eBay. eBay charges fifteen percent, and then PayPal charges three percent. Shit, that's 18%. Not only that, they charge you a listing fee, whether it sells or not. Yeah, they charge you a listing fee, whether it sells or not. So how much yeah, is that? Five. It's $5 to list. Okay, and then they charge you what? Uh, uh, a monthly. That's too much money going out the dough. Nah, I can't do all that. I need more ducats in my buckets, not eBay's. That's we're <laughs> talking about 20%. 20%? No way. Nah. So selling... So, it's trusted, right? You can rate your seller and buyer. Whereas people might have a trust issue, especially when you're dealing with thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. Absolutely. How and, do you overcome that? Well, I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing that PayPal offers a thing called uh, PayPal Goods and Services to where you can pay people online, complete strangers. You can pay them uh, through PayPal. You can pay them goods and services. And that goods and services protects your money. So if that good or service isn't 100% received, uh, you get your money back. So I think that's great. That's a great thing that, that PayPal uh, allows um, people to 
to have that opportunity to get their money back, you know, so they don't get scammed. Um, it's really as simple as just all you got to have really to sell sports cards is a PayPal account, a computer or cell phone, social media, right? Um, my computer barely works. A scale so you can weigh whatever your, you know, your cards, you can weigh your cards, um, have some bubble mailers some tape, you know, stuff like that. And you're off to the races. You're ready to go. Just people don't know how to go about doing it. That's why I'm going to show them how. Can we use bubble mailers similarly for our t-shirts? Well, we probably wouldn't need bubble mailers. You don't need but... a bubble mailer for a t-shirt. Yeah. But you, you know have... what I mean? You can. Yeah. But they have to be bigger though because the t-shirts are too big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But we only need these. These are the supplies that we need. We don't need a whole ton of stuff. Safe's asking about you know how we're going to get all these shirts shipped out and everything. Just we have elves. We we have elves that'll do it. It's no um, problem. There's there's <laughs> um there's websites that you can use like Pirate Ship is one. Pirate Ship allows you to 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 mail through uh, USPS. And it's actually cheaper than going there. Same with PayPal. You can go to paypal.com backslash ship now and ship anything. You can print the label right from there. Do pirates ship my packages? Like, is it an actual pirate? I don't. I I just want to know if a pirate is going to show up. (laughs) (laughs) I can assure you a pirate's not showing up. But if he did, if a pirate did indeed show up i'd pay extra. you'd have to offer him a drink i'd have to pay extra absolutely <laughs> you would have to offer him a drink you would oh have absolutely to. you would have to but no it's it's <laughs> all pirate pirates ship are welcome here and yeah ship get it because you're shipping but mm. i like to go through paypal i mean i i use paypal just because i'm i'm receiving transactions through them mm-hmm. people pay me through paypal I pay people or pay you know pay through paypal as well so it makes sense for me to just use paypal to ship it's so easy, though. I mean, it, it, they make it so easy. You can just, it takes two minutes and you print the label. Boom. Print it, cut it, tape it, gone. You can really, you don't even have to leave your house. You can set it up for USPS to come pick it all up. You can sit at home in your underwear and run a business from home. You don't even have to leave. All you introverts, just stay home. This is how we do it. Safe. Be safe. COVID-19. Stay home. Lock yourself home. Safe is always safe. I know safe is always safe. Hence the... Reason his name's safe. <laughs> Wouldn't be prudent any other way. <laughs> I am so excited. I've learned so much tonight. I want to thank you for coming on and bringing back those memories that I have of me cracking open packages, eating that stick of gum, just that emotional attachment that I have to these cards. And now knowing that I can use that money towards other expenditures that might come up, including my mortgage. Correct. So I'm excited. I'm going to go unscrew my Brad Doherty rookie card. <laughs> yeah, That's a good idea. Put it in a top loader. That's right. Take it to my PTSA and see what they have to say about it. That's funny. Hey, I, James, I appreciate it. It's been you. a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me on again. Uh, sweet tea, safe. You gentlemen are a-okay with me. So thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And if they want to find your page again on Facebook or yeah, they Instagram. Can find me, thank you so much. They can find me at Crispy Cards and Collectibles on Facebook. Uh, Crispy Cards on Instagram. Crispy Cards on Twitter. And we're going to have all that other cool stuff coming here very shortly. 
Yeah, TikTok and Snapchat is way too much for us. We're we're too old for that. Well, I'm going <laughs> to use it just because my my business is more visual. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I've been telling Safe that we should be using visuals for a while now because I know I'm I, I know I'm choice cut. I'm something to look at. So, <laughs> but <laughs> let's go. In the meantime, if you want to interact with us, you may do so on Twitter at CTS Terry or at CTS Safe. S-A-I-F, or by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can even tell Alexa to play the Catch the Sky podcast, and she'll do it. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's futuristic shit. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) We're on it. We're really in 2021, yo. Mm -hmm. This is real shit. Mm -hmm. I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. Thank you, James. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. I'm going to see you guys soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Come back anytime. I'm gonna, you know I'm going <laughs> to. You know I'm going to. And thank you to all our listeners out there. Until next week, keep trying to catch the sky. That was epic.